Before the Bnei Israel could engage in the construction of the Mishkan in Parshas Vayakel, Moshe Rabbeinu warns them about Shabbos. And he warns them with a specific command, Lo You cannot kindle a fire in all of your dwellings on Shabbos. Now, very simple question is, why Moshe Rabbeinu highlights this particular command? There are, in fact, a lot of halachos that we learn out from this line. For example, halachos pertaining to the Lamites Malachos in general. We learn a little bit about how you can kindle a fire on Yom Tov, or that you can kindle a fire when you're doing the Avodah in the Mikdash. But, you can kindle a fire. But why exactly is this the particular Malacha that's used as the Binyanav, so to speak, as the model for Malachos that you cannot perform on Shabbos? There are a handful of malachos that we would argue are much more labor-intensive. For example, bona or chorish, which perhaps we would suggest would be better models for malacha, for labor that you can't do on Shabbos. So why exactly did we go with lo sevaru esh? I want to actually draw some inspiration from a parallel pasuk that we find in Parshas Bo, during Makas Choshech, the plague of darkness, where the Torah tells us, the We have a very similar pasuk where it talks about some kind of a light source in the dwellings of the Bnei Israel. Here it says, You cannot kindle a fire in all of your dwellings on Shabbos. And there it said that all the Bnei Israel had or in all of their dwellings. Is there something to be learned out from this parallel? Perhaps. Consider that kindling a fire is the slightest um, source and, um, of production, energy production. It comes from the, there's a potential energy and then there's a kinetic energy and we bring the fire out to life. This is man's creation. Consider the difference between fire and ore. We know that ore was the creation of God. In Bracious it says, God created light. That was the first source of energy that Hashem created. And what was the first source of energy that man created? The Gemara Mesachim actually tells us that it was on Motzei Shabbos that man struck the first match, as it were. He put two rocks together and, and discovered fire. And that's why every Motzei Shabbos we make a Boremi Ori Ha'ish. With that in mind, we might suggest that Or represents the creation of God, the creation of Hashem, and Ish represents the creation of man, or perhaps we might call it the contribution of man. You see, when it comes to Shabbos, Shabbos is a time that we bask in the creations of Hashem. We reflect on that which Hashem does, and we put all of our work aside. We do not work on our own creations. And why? The main reason is so that we understand that God is the one who creates the world, that anything that we do in this world we do with Hashem's help. When we work, it's because Hashem allows us to and says we should. And then at a certain point, we stop. And that is because that which we think is the work of our own hands is really just our contribution to nature. But nature and all of our hashtadlis are really governed by Hashem. And that's why bitachon is the ikr when it comes to Shabbos. All of our work is done. That means that although we have six days of Ishtablus. There is one day on the, on the, at least the calendar of the week that we 
put our hishtadlis down and we focus just on the bitachon to recognize that our hishtadlis all the way through is really only successful because Hashem allows it to be. That might be why when Moshe Rabbeinu praises the B'nai Yisrael after they complete the Mishkan with the Pasuk of Hi Noam, asking that Hashem establish the work of our hands, because after all, if he would not, then the work, in fact, would not be established. This is evident from the fact that the, the Midrash in Pekude says that Hukam HaMishkan, the Pasuk specifies that the Mishkan, even though Moshe Rabbeinu went through the motions to put it up, Hukam HaMishkan, the Mishkan was put up by itself. That is because Hashem engaged in a hand-over-hand technique with Moshe Rabbeinu, that even though Moshe was going through the motions, really, the Mishkan was only going up, because Hashem willed it to go up. Thus, we see that on Shabbos, there's a zone that we must enter. It's the Shabbos zone, where we are no longer in man's zone. And by the way, this does not just apply to Shabbos, but there are circumstances in life. Sometimes you have done all the Shabbos you could possibly do, and at the end, there's not much more you can do. And at that point, you have to rely on Hashem, because really, He's the one that you should have been relying on the entire time. But a person has to know when his hishtablis has been exhausted, and when it has, you rely completely on Hashem. This might be also the significance of that which Chazal tell us is the reason why, whenever there are two Adars, Purim has to be celebrated in the second Adar. Why? Because there is an apparent lesson in being somech geula legeula, that we put the two redemptions, the redemption of Purim and the redemption of Pesach, back to back. Why? I think if you look really closely, you'll notice we have on the one hand the Shabbos zone and we have the man's zone. Pesach is clearly the Shabbos zone. It's the zone of Bitachon. It's the zone where whatever Bitachon, whatever Heshtadlis you're going to do, whatever motions you're going to go through, we recognize that it's completely the work of Hashem. And that is because there are miracles left and right, nothing that we could have created on our own. Makas Choshech, L'chol Yisrael Hayor that is because only Hashem creates Or. But on Purim, Purim was all about the Ishtadlis. All of the miracles, all the acts of Hashem were hidden. There we had to engage in the Ishtadlis and just hope that Hashem would establish the work of our hands. And what's really interesting is that even there in the Purim zone, the Chumash tells us, Laihudim Haisa Ora, that for the Jews there was Ora. Ora is the same Or, the Or of Bereshis. Now, one second, I thought that or was the act of Hashem? And the answer is yes. That's Hashem's hidden hand, even in the world of Heshtadlis. Thus, even the Eish, which we created on Motzei Shabbos, the Gemara Psachim tells us that Hashem was going to create Eish on his own. But he decided to make man a partner with him, so that we can have some chilek in it. That is exactly what our Heshtadlis is. It's a partnership with Hashem. But at the end of the day, there's man's zone and there's Hashem's zone, and we have to realize that Hashem is really in both, both in the Heshtadlis of Purim and in the Bitachon of Pesach. We should be zochet to really strike that balance to recognize Hashem's hand in everything in nature and out of nature. And having that balance of Heshtadlis and Bitachon, we'll be able to recognize that at the end of the day, really, we didn't start the fire. Hashem is the one in control of everything. And... In that recognition, we will be able to succeed, and the work of our hands will not only be established, but we will have Hashem with us all the way through.